Hello everyone, um, welcome to a, the third episode of Kit Calls, um, which is a podcast done by members of the uh, Kashima um, Kitsune. Um, there, it, it, what, what I've decided to do a bit going forward now is, I'm just going to explain this now, is it, it's now just members on the, it's me who's the GM of the Kashima um, uh, team and I'm going to be um, either having people on from Kashima or just random prospects so it can help them get money and my team get money at the same time. Um, this week we have got again with us Dren or Ivy Leaf. Hi. And we've got new to leave crazy Kate Cat. Katie Cat. Or something Benito. So yeah, the, the um, I think the first thing that we're gonna start off with is uh, something that I always seem to get uh, asked um, when it comes to people who have talked to me for a bit because it's I've been in a sim league now for um, two years in real life, um, and I, I've heard that this is your first sim league, Kate. Yes, I have. Um, how have you been? How did you find? Uh, so, questions I want to ask is how did you find the league? Um, how are you finding your first steps? And um, is there anything that you think we could do to improve going forward? Uh, I found it because I'm a moderator on the Out of the Park Discord, and Chris Jardine Snagglejay, he had posted. A big post featuring PVE, and I was like, "Oh, I've never heard of this," so I checked it out, and it it just seemed perfect for me, so I jumped right in. Um, uh, so far, I'm loving it. I love the the chance to exercise a little bit of writing and a little bit of forum activity, and mix that all together with baseball. That's just great for me. And then um, things that could be improved. Um, the the main thing that I had is I've, I've I've had a lot of experience on the internet. I've I've explored countless numbers of internet forums. But when I first came here, I was really confused by the description of how to interact with the PBE website because it was describing to just use these quick links, just use these quick links on the side. And so I thought it was some kind of more complex website than just a forum. Yeah. And once I realized it was just a web forum, oh, well, I can just navigate it like a web forum. No big deal. Just ignore the quick links and use it like a forum. And then I figured it out. Yeah, um, one of the things that I find is either th th there's two kinds of people that um, uh, in sim leagues. It's either the people who understand forms straight away, or you get the ones who are a bit um, not understanding forms that much. I know Dren's sort in that category. Um, like, uh, so, so the thing that I always um, do myself is like I'm in a different league, um, and the league there. Uh, which is called VHL. Uh, so, do you like on here? We have the forum links to, you know, post your TPs and stuff like that. 
um, that's still there in the VHL, but where it you know takes away that um, I guess a uh, bit of a confusion you know for some new members is you know making your updating page and stuff and creating a player and stuff. That's all done on something what they call the portal. Um, and essentially that just tracks all your updates and stuff for you. So you put the links, you know, like you would with um, you doing, doing an update page. You do the same, but instead of you, you know, assigning each TP and stuff like this, it automatically tracks every bit of it. I know Fodra Enix one that she's been able to take to really quickly. Um, and... Yeah, I never really um, used farms that much before um, PVA. Yeah, I know like with me, I used to run a Sheffield Steelers, which is a hockey team, um, I ran forum for a bit. So I'm used to running forums. Um, and then I also did some forum stuff for another sim league before I came here. So it's something I'm, I'm used to. But I, I do feel like a lot of the stuff, um, I know it's changing now, is a bit out of date as well. Because um, I know the rookie guide when... I was still in charge of rookie mentoring was out of date due to the fact that we changed so much in a short amount of time we were never able to rewrite it um so um i you two are assigned to each other aren't you as rookie mentor and a rookie yeah yes indeed all right so I, i'm gonna like pass it over to you you might feel awkward for this but like do you think that system helps I certainly do. I, I think Drin was a huge help. Um, she was there with, you know, a series of links to be able to say, oh, you know, have you done this? Have you done this? Uh, here's all these links where you can pick up even more information than the introductory links. And it, it was just great. It was nice having the ability to have someone to reach out to when I needed it. Yeah, I'm glad that was helpful. Do you think it's a, a thing that we should keep doing then, Dren, as you're a person who's doing it? Yeah, um, it's it's about 50-50 as to whether the rookies um, get stuck in or just decide to leave at the beginning. I'm, um, not like, I'm not really sure how else we'd keep somebody's attention. I know that you took some time off because um, you were one of the last people that... Um, left just before I left as rookie mentor, so this last season, um, yeah. before um, you joined the league, Kate, um, I'd stepped down as rookie mentor and that's when Enoch took over, um, and Enoch's doing great, um, and that Dren were rehired then, so I think you might have been one of Dren's first people to reclaim when she came back. Yeah, an all-star. Yeah. Kate, an all-star. <laughs> um, which both of you, by the way, if you, if you, if you listen to this all-star, and Kate as well. Dren talks highly of both of you. <laughs> um, it, it's it's one of those things where um, I always find it a bit interesting myself. Um, so I, I guess which we can go on to next is, um, obviously you've got experience with Out of the Park. Um, do you think that there's anything we could do with your streams to make them a bit more interesting? I don't know if you watch the streams, um, Kate or, or, or Dren. Well, I mean, it's tough, right? Because there's so many teams and 
you can't have a stream going six hours a day every day, right? So I think they're doing the best they can right yeah. now. I think the four the four day set is probably a good idea. The four days brand new. Um, it was something we brought in this year. Uh, it was three yeah. days before. Um, I, I'm on about. I'm on about more like do you know the things what are going on through the sim. Do you think there's anything like maybe um, should we be doing more visual things, more audio? Honestly, stuff? I uh, we used to have the music bot in the Twitch chat where you could pick the songs that you like uh, want to play through the video, and I really miss that. It, it I, like people used to watch to wait for their song to play. Yeah, I get why we got rid of it. Yeah, um, I do. Like, um, it, it might have been a bit distracting from the video and some people didn't like all of the songs. No, it, it wasn't just that. It was the fact that um, on... So we used to get people to the commentating. So, Kate, you've missed some of the, like, where we had commentators who were, like, very um, relaxed. Um, and now we've got more people who are trying to, you know, like, colour commentating from proper sports. Um but we used to have this guy called Gumlord, and he just used to sit there and he constantly sounded stoned. Um, <laughs> and Gumland that way. And I can't imagine him lasting now. Um, but basically, in certain streams back then, you needed music or there were going to be no noise. But um, the problem with that is, um, definitely if we you know used it in the current system we're doing now, is you'd use, lose the, you know, the audio um, commentary over top. Yeah, that makes sense. Which is the reason why, so you can people can go back and watch the. Um... Yeah, I understand yeah. the practical reasons for it. I just do miss it at yeah. the same time. I think if I had a suggestion for an improvement on the uh, overall presentation, it would be to get away from the default camera and yeah. actually play around with some of the other options. I think there's a lot to explore in the out-of-the-park camera options for the um, the playback of the games, yeah, and they haven't really seemed to do that. I remember that we did it, I think we might have done it like on accident once in spring training where we had it where it was following the ball, um, the camera, and I thought that was an interesting thing, and it, lo it looked at it like you know you were looking it towards the picture, um, and then when ball were hit it and moved with it, and I remember that, and that looked kind of interesting. Um, um, so yeah, it's one of them things where you could try stuff. Um, with me, um, the ones that I wish we could change, uh, stuff that uh, it sounds so bad, but it affects me as a you know as a GM. Um, so for example, streams that I wish we could change are the draft streams. Um, so in the minors, for example, they do a um, offline stream, but in the majors, we do a semi-live stream. I'd call it. So we'll start just before, um, and then whatever we need to finish, we finish, you know, while it's streaming. Um, and the reason why I wish we did a, like I was saying, a, 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 an offline draft is the problem is, um, you know, for someone like me, is I have to be set up all the way through the draft while my co GM has to be set up. And they start the draft at 7 pm. That's midnight here. <laughs> um, so um yeah, so that's something that really um yeah um and uh, Dren's got an announcement to make which is unrelated to this league but she, if you want to make it you can seem happy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in the VHL, I just got hired as a assistant um, general manager for 
of Halifax. Which is, um, it's a minors league, but that's, yeah, that's <laughs> how I started off in um, PBE. Um, got a minors league job and stuff like that. Um, My main role is just to ask the press conference questions every week. Nice. I mean, that's all my role is. Just that and just like make sure I don't get people shouting at me. Um, <laughs> um, next, the, so so yeah, my, my thing would be, I'd like to, there's another league which is called ISFHL, so you, you, you might not have seen it. You might have heard of it, but not seen it. Um, and in there, they do a very visual draft. So do you know everybody who's been, so they do it offline. And then somebody makes a graphic for every single you know user that's drafted. Um, which is like a draft uh, draft banner thing, so they can use it as the signature, and that's something um, I really like the idea of. I've been doing it for Kashima, um, and I've been doing. I used to do it for. I did it for one draft class as icons, um, and with Kashima, what I've been doing is anybody who gets drafted by me or comes in in free agency and stuff like that. I've been making these team signatures, so they're all uniform. Um, so as your players, it, it, first or second name depends how it, um, it fits. So it's whichever's the shortest um, of the two names. I'll put that in letters behind it, and then you put your first your first or last name at front of it um, with uh, your, your player's number, and then your player's signature, and um, you know you play your player's um, render, and then you've got. Um, um, that black and white with the Kashima colours and I like with me I feel like these little touches is the stuff that I'd love to see you know, just more graphical stuff um, because if we did um, draft you know not live the issue is they'll go well we, draft leaks, draft leaks, stuff like that I know that's a big um, thing that people worry about but um, at the same time I don't think it's a massive issue. Like, I don't see how a draft leak's going to be a big, like a major issue. And I think that there'd be more um, positives than negatives. Um, but that's just me. The other one would be is I wouldn't do an award stream on its own. I'd tack it onto another stream. Um, but yeah. So um, let me try and think of where we can go with this. The next thing would be, um, so I can talk about this myself. Um, I just want to make sure it's not a question. But let me have a look. Da, 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 da. Yeah, it's not a question for me, so I'll ask. Um, I'll ask. Um, so, have any of you um, got any plans for? getting a job in this league i know dren's already got one as a um rookie mentor do you want to get a job kate or anything like that uh at first you know i think i missed my opportunity uh or the job i think i want and and that's for uh like a media grader yeah, yeah. and because it was right when i came in but i wasn't quite ready to jump in both feet on that because i wasn't sure yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, I, I understand that kind of thing because it's one of the things that um, as draft the way we do drafting's changed as well. So um, you know now you have a season before you go into the majors. Before that wasn't like that, and and one of the questions every rookie would get 
um, unless it were me scouting them, was what do you plan on getting a job? And like you just said, you weren't ready or you don't know. Um, and that was one of the things that always came up. Um, so I understand, you know, timing and stuff like that. Um, it, it's just something I thought I'd bring up because I remember that being a thing that I always got fed back by rookies of that, the fact that none of them feel ready when they've just joined league. So it's not just you. Yeah, I mean, there's so much going on when you first join, so much to learn. You kind of feel like when you're first, in your first week, like, you feel like you're barely treading water, and then there's this whole other unknown of a league job that you barely understand the concept of, and there's league jobs available. Gosh, that sure seems like, it sounds like an awful lot of responsibility, and are you really ready for that? And you don't even know, and yeah. Yeah, I, um, I get that. Um, so, like, with, with me, I'm trying to start some... Uh, with, there's a few of us who have got this idea where we brought it to some members. I don't know if it's head office who will be looking into it or what, but making it so team accounts are run by a member on every individual team. So, like, for example, um, minor teams would have a team account, um, major teams would have a team account, and then that uh, one person would be paid a million, I think it is, and plus... Um, on the actual website... Um, it, it's something we were thinking about trying to get incorporated. So what they do is, um, it's on about Twitter, not website. Do you know Twitter? Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So like, the, you know, the team's Twitter account. Yeah. Um. So somebody would run that. So they basically get, you know, the pay from running that as a normal Twitter account. Yeah. But they'd also get the pay of, um, an extra million on top of it because they've took the time out of the thing to try and make sure that obviously it's relevant to team and stuff like that. Um, and it's something we've looked at as like an entry level job. Yeah. I do so, still um, wish that I could get a official job role as um, an icon maker for people. Well, see, this is why um, this is something that I thought about when I was talking about you know, the rookie, the, the draft. Um, idea where we could do it later. Yeah. It's something you could potentially do if we did that kind of thing. It's like a, I could do it as like a gift for new rookies that are joining up. Well, that's what I was saying is you could do it where you go, well, this is how many you can do, stuff like that. But um, it's awkward. I mean, if you wanted to do it, I mean, granted, you're not going to get tons for it. Yeah. You'd only get whatever, you know, pay is for. Um, um, you know, for just grading and stuff. They, yeah. they have added bonuses now. Um, you could always do it for every Kashima rookie if you wanted. Because um, obviously you're part of Kashima yeah. um, and you're part of his war room as well. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, the, so yeah, the, the job thing is something that I've always found interesting. Um, I know that you've got a job, Dren, as a rookie. Yeah, Mercumento. Have you ever thought about getting trying to do any other job? Like now, obviously, you become an assistant GM in another league. Does mm. that ever? Have you ever thought about trying to do it here? I'm not really interested in being an assistant GM unless it's for you, and you've already got a really good one. Why? Why an assistant GM for me? Because I don't. Trust that anyone else that's mean. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what are you know about we could be we could create we could create the next great GMing tandem of Kate and Dren. Right here. <laughs> Dren's I mean, 
Kate sounds like you'd probably have some knowledge of out of the park. That's an um, ideal. Yeah, like you could basically be the me and Gurin pair where Gurin knows about the um, same and I know nothing. Thinking about certain people are in like management roles right now. Mm. I don't think I'd want to work with a lot of them. Even though they're like friendly people, I don't yeah. think I'd work well with them. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so, what would your ideal job be then, Kate? Like I was trying to, you know, uh, grading media would be amazing, honestly. The job was open right when I came in, but it's closed for now. But, you know, at some point um, the future might open up again. I, I feel like it's going to be a job that opens up, and if you're willing to, like, because I know personally used to it, um, actually an interesting thing, this is where... Um, so me and Gurin's had a few jobs in league. Both of us have had turns as the um, as a media grader. Um, and one thing that I've always thought we need more of in media grading is somebody who could, you know, because at the minute we've only got one person, from what I remember, just grading the podcast. And that's something where I feel like you could just sit and listen to podcasts, you know what I mean? And then, you know, put it in background and stuff like that, do other stuff while you're listening to it. Um it's going to be more of a time sink, I guess, than just reading. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, but sure. at the same time, yeah, but at the same time, I feel like um, it's obviously it's one of those things where I feel like that could be a, a place you could argue where we need more media graders for that reason. Because um, I know there's a few podcasts that are still sat there waiting to be graded. Um, but yeah, I mean, you. I don't think my um, press conference got graded yet. I'll keep bring. I'll bring that up to, to the person <laughs> who was in charge. I, I, the thing is, and I don't know if they still do this. However, however, what it used to be was we had sections of how we did it. So one person did presses and um, rookie introductions. I think it was called at the time. They've got rid of that now, if I remember right. Um, they might no. They brought it back. They brought it back this season for twenty ones and twenty twos because it meant to have not it meant to have been up last season, but wasn't. Um. Then you've got what's the other one? Then you've got you know just the normal media articles that um, people write. And then you've got podcasts, and then you've got graphics. But graphics are done by someone else, and they're not a part of the media team, but they're a part of the graphics team. And it's <laughs> sounds confusing. It is. It's somewhere where we've got a graphics head, but I don't get why we have a graphics head where we should probably just have a person in graphics that is the graphics person, but. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, sometimes it's like a little bit of management, but I guess if you have a graphics head, then they can start arguing stuff like better pay for people who do graphics and stuff yeah. like that. Um, another one, uh, another job that so I always... Can I... <laughs> um, what did you say? Can I ask a question about the media? I... Yeah, sure. I've been doing my... Have you guys seen the kind of media that I've been doing? Yeah, I have. I've been reading them, yeah. Um, is it really weird that, that I'm doing the kind of media that I'm doing? No, I mean, did I did I show you the media that I was doing? Um, when I first no, came into, but I read yours. No, when I, when I first came into the league, um, I wrote an entire media that was just me doing the fictional hockey game. Um, so it, it's oh, whatever. I haven't read that one. Yeah, that's one of the first ones I wrote. I got 10 million for that, if I remember right. It was the start of 
Oh no, Emmy's starting to get money, slowly accumulating it all. And that just reminded me actually of um, one thing that I like about the VHL more than PBA is that the website lets you uh, react to people's articles with a like little heart button, like a like oh, button. Yeah, yeah. So you know if somebody's read it. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 yeah, the, the, your articles, like, the, I don't think they're out. Um, if, I mean, it depends how some people write differently to others. Like, um, the ones that I see a lot of is, like, the stat dumps. Um, yeah. I don't know that, like, some people like that, some people don't. Um, then you've got, um, I, did you see the username C9Van? Um, mm, I don't think that sounds familiar. Okay, well, he started writing posts um, begging to be traded. Nothing else. Yeah. That was that was, and he was getting paid for this, by the way. <laughs> um, so there's that. Then you've got the there's there's um, Dogwood who's been um, naming the best players from A to Z. Um. So I, I genuinely think there's a lot of different things you can Variety. write about. Yeah. yeah. You can no. write this. You can write the Definitely stories. Writing stories about a magical donkey. Yeah, you can do the story writing like you're doing, Kate. Because um, um, you can do like... Um, I mean, the one that you're doing seems to be the same thing I was doing where I was writing them in chapters, but doing it for PTs. Um, and JPTs. Um but to me, it's one of those things. Like a good, a good way to look at it, by the way, is if you look at the, you know, the comments at the minute and stuff like that. At the minute, we're on a downswing anyway of people looking at medias. Um, and this always happens when season starts. Um, you have a downswing unless there's big drama, which is a sad thing. But that's something I was shouting about a few weeks ago when it was happening. <laughs> but at the same time, like, is a it's something where I still think people are gonna, um, people notice. I, that, that'd be the easiest way to explain it. Some pe people will notice you being invested in a character. Um, and for me personally, like, this is for me personally. That's one of the things I really like seeing. Yeah, it lets you know really if somebody's invested. gonna be active. Uh, yeah. If they're enjoying it as well, which is important. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what I am enjoying the most about this experience yeah. is being able to connect to this character and being able to write this cool story at the same time as developing and contributing to a success. I yeah. think that's the coolest part. Yeah, I, I get what I get that because that's what I'm doing with my characters. It's a. It, it, I mean, she's not having the best of seasons, um, but that's sort of to be expected. Where, like, I don't know if you know anything about the majors because obviously you're new to the league and stuff like that. But um, a majority a of bit, major league, yeah. So a majority of major league teams will have starting the first, you know, like number one starting pitchers like one thousand. Um, I'd say six hundred to one one eighty. You know I mean, uh, one thousand six hundred to one uh, one thousand eight hundred um, TPE. And with Kashima, we've got a thousand, and that's me. Um, so she's getting put up against you know these really good teams and really good pitchers, and just being destroyed. Um, so it's going to be an interesting thing to if I want to go back to writing. Um, 
because I've got to try and figure a way for me to write that in. Um, because yeah, this season's really gonna hurt her stats, but it's one of them things where I already I already knew this kind of stuff when I was you know getting an expansion team before. Um, because this is not my first time of playing for an expansion team. Um, I think it might be my fourth. Um, and yeah, essentially my original plan was in season seventeen. So that's the create group. Um, Suko's in was I was going to create her um, for that draft because that was the one I was supposed to be um, or I thought I was going to be an expansion GM in. I'm going to create for that. Um, she was going to go into the minors and then just sit in the minors until season 21 and then I was going to bring her up and be the TPM around now. Um, but um, obviously my team would be better than they are now. Um, and that's not a knock on my team because my team, no, it's just we're very young. Um, we're very young. We have very young players, like same as me, where they're still developing. Um, and that's the kind of team we got at the minute. We're developing into this thing. I mean, a team for the long run. Yeah, like you can look at as the fact that this coming draft, we have three first round picks, three second round picks. Sort of like explains the kind of direction we're going in. Um. Yeah, I listened to your last podcast as well, where you were talking about the strategy of trading some of the higher TPE guys that you got in yeah. the expansion draft for future draft picks. Yeah, it's that's always something I've always had planned. Um, so it's, it's one of them things where, like, now it's settling in about how much this is going to be affecting Atsuko as a player. Um, so I am now trying to think of ways that I can write that into my story, because um, I, I, it's what I usually do for my JPT. Um so it is, it is getting to a point now where I'm just like, yeah, there's something has to give in some place. And at the minute, the way that I've sort of figured it out is I can move Etsuko down to the fourth spot and she's more likely to win a game and steal a game. So that was my plan. Is like the first three starting pictures are all inactive. So they're basically like a bot, but they used to be a player that's just left league. Um, So... As bad as it sounds, their stats don't matter to me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, their feelings. Yeah, like the the um the other thing is is they're all using like different builds to me. So I'm a knuckleballer, which has already been it's like one of the least popular um archetypes in the league as a, as a picture. There is three of us in the league. One's inactive. One's me, and one's Dren. So it is. It's a dying breed, um, but we're we're, we're adapting. Um, but yeah, so that that was that was the next one. Um, where where to next? Where to next? Um, so the draft is a, a while away, obviously. Um, but have you had given given any like thoughts of any teams that you'd like to go to and stuff? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I, I have um, my desired team, but I won't say who it is. Do you have? Uh, okay, let's 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 not say you've got a desired team. Let's try and think of another way. Um, question. Okay, this is where to put it. Do you have? Uh, so some people in this league um, think branding matters, and some people think that the branding doesn't matter. 
where do you stand on that for teams? You mean branding as in just like the name and... The name, the location, uh, the way it looks, yeah, logos and stuff like that. No, I I don't care about that at all. See, I really care about that. (laughs) Um, And... I know, like, the reason why I care is because I get a lot of my characters drawn um, in the, you know, the jerseys of the teams are playing, and I am um, some examples that I'll, I have. Uh, um, my player that I'm currently playing is now called Etsuko, used to be in the um, a league called the Gome HL. Um, and she's wearing um, the jersey of the Montreal Royals. Um, and then I, the, like the current icon that I use is my uh, my GM that I play as, which is called Emmy Rune, um, and she's wearing the Kashima um, home kit. Uh, so the reason why it matters to me is that I get my characters drawn. So it's like, um, I, bet, I guess the easiest way is like if you don't like the look of something, do you know what I mean? If you don't like the look yeah. of something, it's going to sort of ruin the image. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that, yeah. Uh, For me, like, I guess it's far more important who I'm playing with and how um, how I'm going to interact with them on a regular basis. Yeah. Now, let me... Um, so, so both of you are on separate um, teams in the minors. I mean, all three of us have been in separate teams in the minors. Um, yeah. So, because I was in... I mean, me and Dren have played together in the minors in the past. Um, however, this is what will shock you. So, obviously, me and Dren are married. Um, we're both on a second characters. It's the first time um, that we've both been on the same majors team. And <laughs> interestingly, it was actually... Um, it's only been we're in many different leagues. Uh, we're in the VHL together. The um, we've been in the GoMHL together. We've been in some others that I can't remember. That Super Casual Football League. Um, can't remember them all, but I know we've been in a few. And it's just essentially like the the second players the or like in the case of the VHL. Um, it's only recently we've started being on the same team, and it's a bit weird because, like, in the first team, this first time in the league, we both started off on the same team. So, like, Dren, for example, when she joined the GOMHL, we were both on Vancouver. Um, and then Vancouver refused to point me as, appoint me as the GM. <laughs> so, I, I, I don't know. I can't remember what it was. Um, so they refused to appoint me as the GM, so I went and I went to be the co-GM of Ottawa and within a season the GM left, so I just sort of got given the role. Um and that's when my GM in career started, so that's when I started going against Dren. Um and then like we I ended up in Montreal as GM for a bit and then Dren ended up retiring and I drafted her as my new goalie because um we need a new goalie, his goalie were getting old. And the goalie she created with being one of the best goalies on the on a, a bad team for a few years. Um, so I thought, well, this is good. I mean, I was hoping you would be build a bit anyway, because I knew I. What, what was the point? What was the point that you were trying to make with this ramble? I'm trying to explain it. I'm trying to explain it. Okay, which is <laughs> essentially, yeah, yeah. 
on the second players, we seem to have, other than the VHL, had a better chance of getting on the same team as each other. Yeah. Other than in minors, where we're sort of forced. I mean, VHL, it did seem a bit forced. <laughs> like, they genuinely, the one were like, we're going to trade now to get Drennan. I'm like, why? She's a scrub. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the same time, I did also refer to myself as a scrub. Like, no, you don't want me. Um, going fourth overall, I'm like, no, too high. Um, but yeah, it's one of those, like, it's one of the things I find interesting. Like, cause I know a lot of um, couples in league and stuff like that, or like brother um, parents normally try and play on the same team. So I find it interesting that here both yeah, play on different teams. they um, make it a part of the contract that they have to yeah. get into. I mean, like, for Dren, for example, she's been more successful than me in PBE. Your last player were, like, brilliant, and then there's just me who's had, like, an okay player. Um, and Etsuko's been a bit poop. Um, it's, yeah, so it's <laughs> kind of interesting. Um, so what we're going to say, now back to the miners comment, why I, I went on a tangent, is how do you find your miners teams both, because you're both on different teams? Watch it go first, Ren. Um... <laughs> I don't know what to say. It, it's changed um, management while I've been in it. Do you think it's better or worse since the management change? <laughs> um, it's a nice, it's a nice, uh, like locker room where everyone gets along and they're all friendly. That to me sounds like you're dodging a question. <laughs> It's a nice locker room. They are friendly. <laughs> My, um... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I had a lot of sugar. <laughs> and I'm falling asleep at the same time. No, can't focus. Um... <laughs> yeah, the, um... The, since the, um... GM has changed, um... It's been easier to like ask for help and stuff, I think. Um, um <laughs> I think we're an alright team. Like uh, gameplay wise. Okay, so that, now you can't. Uh, I don't have anything to compare it to, obviously, but I mean for me the Swift Steeds have been Everything I, I kind of hope for, I guess. Um, they're friendly. They're knowledgeable. Anytime I have a question, I can reach out and somebody's got an answer. Um, you know, they, I'm getting playtime. Like, I, I can't ask for anything else, really. You could. You could ask where is where is where where is the actual team base? Because I have no idea where State College is. <laughs> I know I ask all the time. You know, I, I have a, I have wondered that myself. Yeah, when, when I they did no that article about it. how far away, how far away one place one person was from their 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 team, I was like, well, how did they know? <laughs> like I, I like how um somebody made a a, a um, thing showing where every a, I mean every um majors and minors league team was. 
And they put them all everywhere. So I think they put State College in Pittsburgh. Um, I'm not 100%, but I think that's what they did. Um, but the thing that I always find hilarious is because obviously um, they use a map of America and North America, uh, not uh, like North America and Central America. They Because they've not put Japan in there, they just put me in the middle of the ocean. So the thing that they don't know is, you know, Kashima owns the ocean. Hey, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, if we ever win, the plan is just to flood everything. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe you come from Atlantis. Yeah, I mean, we have the point where the. Well, we had we had a point where a lot of pe- team people wanted to make the lunar landers. Yeah. Including myself. <laughs> yeah, like we were saying, I'll just just make anything like um but yeah, it was one of the interesting things like so for me with miners, it's kinda of interesting because like the first time I entered miners I had no idea what I was doing, so they were very helpful. But like this with this player when I entered miners, I was a GM, so I just had to pick myself up. Yeah. Um, so it was just like, oh, now playing with my own team, so it's like, yeah, I already know everything, I know where I'm going, I know what I'm doing, and it's just me sat in fourth spot, being terrible. Because um, knuckleballers don't do well in the mind. Being a knuckleballer. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, there's just that, it's just one of the fun um, things. Like Miners, for me, is the more fun of the leagues. Um I think it's because like there's more, um, I don't know what you class it as, like, the league's more random, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because it's all up to the whims of whatever the majors teams are doing. So one minute you could be a team that's at the top, and then next season you've had all your players ripped away from you. Yeah, the, so uh, the teams in the majors that do well tend to keep doing well, and vice yeah. versa. Well, that doesn't help we all cap keep changing. I mean, right now, the... I, guess, I don't know if I'm... The all... Swifties are leading, you know? Yeah, Swifties are leading. I mean, I don't actually know the standings right now, so let me have a look. I think it's S-T-M. Have a look. Okay, so at the minute, so I'll just bring this up because it's. The, I think I'll add this bit in the minus. So, so at the minute, the, the team that Drenport was doing well is the worst team in the league, which is Chicago. Sorry. I wasn't really paying attention. Um, I think it is anyway. Because the, the interesting, the interesting thing is we've got Kingston and we've got the Kingpins. <laughs> so I, I think she means Chicago and King means Kingston. <laughs> um, but the, what I'm going to say now is it does get interesting because this I'll, I'll explain that in a minute. So we've got Chicago and Kingston on nine, and then we've got Dallas and Swift Current on. I want to say Swift Current, but it's not Swift Current because Swift Current's a different place. Um, that's that's the team from WHL. Yeah, my 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 brain's always on hockey, so this is yeah, it's State College. I know, but when I say SC, I think of Swift Current because it's a team um, which also has a horse, which is called the Swift Current Broncos in the WHL. So it just went there. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're they're second and first in that division. Now, what's interesting is Dallas. Um, trade. I've traded most of the picks in the few in last few drafts, so they've been grabbing a lot of people on waivers, and it's just been working for them. 
Um, Sounds good. Yeah, and then uh, I'm not sure. I know State College have been doing some uh, grafting. Then you've got Anchorage and San Bernardino with 10, 11. Uh, it seems like the West is actually a bit more close. So, um, KCH, uh, Kansas City, Pepcats, that's like, yeah, they're at the top. Then you've got um, Amadillos, and then you've got, like I said, San Bernardino and Anchorage. Yeah. But the only thing they, like between them is four games. So that's like quite easy compared to like what six or seven, no, eight games. Um, so it is quite a difference. Um, it's it's one of the things where I find it interesting the minors because, like I said, like you can be one season the best team and the next season you can just be demolished. I mean, Kingpins did very well, so did San Bernardino last year, and both of them are. Yeah, that, that's why I way. thought we were doing well because um, we got like <laughs> well, quite far last time. Yeah, I know like the certain teams kept getting players called up. Yeah, um, I mean you had you had a decent batter in Valor last year who was, dis- who was disappeared off at Roster and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and, um, you were on the two-game losing streak, so. Um, I mean, Anchorage, for example, are on a three-game winning streak, so they could come back. It's so it is the thing where I think miners is very um, random. random, yeah, or um, unpredictable, unpredictable, um, random. I like the term random. It's um, inaccurate. It isn't. <laughs> I think they have a name for it, like parity or something like that. Like it's supposed to, so it's not too um, top-heavy and stuff like that. I mean. That's what the draft's supposed to do with certain leagues, but it doesn't work in this league. Um, um, but yeah, it's uh, it doesn't. It just doesn't. The draft, the draft, and this is something I'm 100 percent up for saying. The draft doesn't work well in this league because we get to around about what, uh, let's say, a player signs a three-year contract with an optional fourth. That player can walk away from a team that's rebuilding on the fourth year, yeah, and. Um, at the end of the third year, sorry, and then go to another one where they're about 600 TP if they're a max owner. Um, it might be, but it's actually more now. Um, and the thing that I wish we had in place, which some leagues do, but not all of them, is I wish we had like an RFA system. Could you describe that to me? Um, a, a, an RFA system. So this is something they have in hockey, and I think they have in some other sports where. Essentially, let's say you want to sign um, one of my players who's end of a three-year contract, yeah? Um, they can be signed by any team by offering a, what's classed as an offer sheet. Um, and essentially, the thing what you're offering up, so you, let's say you offer um, minimum of what their TPE is, right? let's say that's like five million, yeah? They then you would have to get, let's say, an equivalent to what that is. So let's say that's a second round pick. Do you go? Know I mean, like, and that, and you have an RFA period of five seasons. Oh, so like a restrict. Yeah, yeah, an RFA uh, restricted period. Yeah, yeah, that's what I wish we did in the league. I see. Because if not, the problem is you get these teams that can build super teams. And then you've got the middling teams that are picking from the bottom teams, and it just keeps going like that in an order. 
unless you can get every single person to buy in. Or we keep having a, a cap drop and stuff like that. So, like, um, with cap going up and down as it does, you can have it where teams like Kashima, for example, would look more interesting because um, they're going to have more cap space. But if that cap goes up, um, then why would you sign for Kashima unless you're taking more money off of Kashima? Do you know what I mean? Um, it's one of those things where it's like, the top 10 teams can sign players on minimum, but they're more likely to win. And then the teams like Kashima would have to sign, um, let's say, let's say a player at 800 TP. I'd have to offer them, let's say about a thousand TPs worth of pay. And then obviously, um, per incremental of the contract, there's a minimum that you can be paid. So like, um, let's say it's four years by the time that four years is paid, I have to pay them as much as I would pay a, 1800 tp player i think it is i might have worked that out wrong. no yeah 1600 sorry um so it adds up and it's really um yeah it's really it is an interesting concept it's just um it, it's what it is um i get i get the system but it's one of the things i wish we had something like a restricted free agency because i feel like it would help the building teams be able to build um I mean, then I could get on to cap penalties, but that's... An... <laughs> I've already spoke about that in someone else's uh, podcast. Um, so it's now... We're now actually getting not that far away from when we started uh, recording, so I'll get to questions that we've had. So we've had one question from I am, I am SLM, um, which is just for you, Kate. What are your goals for this season? For me or for my player? I don't. It just says, what are your goals for this season? So you could do both if you want. For me, it's just to maximize my interaction with the league. I just want to, you know, have as much uh, to do as there is available. Mm -hmm. And for my player, it's just to grow as much as he can you know i i don't expect him to be major league ready anytime soon mm -hmm. but you know i want him on his way as best as he can be okay now the next one is um can you describe the process that led to you becoming the third overall pick in the minor league draft um I mean, a lot of that would have been on the GM side, you know, but uh, I got some teams reaching out to me almost as soon as I made my post, pretty much, um, like the, the very same day, you know, with questionnaires, yeah. you know, asking, are you going to want a job in the TV? Is this your first sim league? You know, and a lot of them look the same. Yeah, the day is... It, it tends to be that way that a lot of them have the same questionnaires. I mean, I think I mentioned it quickly. I mentioned it earlier about, do you know the one you just mentioned? Are you going to want a job in the PBE? Um, it's, it's, I don't know about you, but like as you're obviously you're, you're a rookie at the time. Do you feel like that's a silly question to ask? I think, yeah, I honestly kind of, yeah, because the rookies, we don't understand the scope of the question. 
Yeah, that that's what I never asked it when I was a minor league GM. I get asked it. Well, um, when I was getting um, drafted onto a major league team, I got asked the same question, even though I already had a job. <laughs> so it's clear that it's just like a blanket questionnaire that they give out. I know with mine, I've, I I'm okay with asking it. Um, you know now the way we do it. Um, because I feel like a season you've at least got time to understand the league enough. Yeah. Um, and I'm okay with asking it. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm, it's the wording I feel like is, are you looking? I think the word would be better. Are you going to be looking for a job? Um, might be the better one. Do you know what I mean? Um, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, that's 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 quick. Uh, that one. But was there anything you would anyway, say? Yeah, so... I'm going okay. to add to this one, I guess, which would be, was there anything what you'd say, like, um, stood out to you about the Swifties or, like, vice versa that would have made you stand out to them? Yeah, it must have been, because my response seemed to really connect with them, and their response to my response really connected with me. They seemed really excited about how I responded to the questionnaire. And that really got me excited about their excitement kind of thing. Like, ooh, they're really interested in me. Great, that's awesome. I must have done something right. And they're really interested, so that means I'm, you know, I got a, a real connection here. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, I'd say that's a good um, thing. It's one of the things that I've always thought with miners is, it's interesting because we've actually now got to a point where people ask out in the miners. That's something that... <laughs> I remember when I joined League, that didn't happen. Um, so that's interesting. Um, we'll get to the next one, which is by, I'm pretty sure, the Swifties co-GM. Um, Jabs. This one's for Emmy, which uh, is me, and Dren, which is, what's the vibes in the Foxes locker room right now? Um, a lot of Paul. A lot of Paul. Yeah, Paul. Um, people who don't know, I will include a gif of Paul. He's beautiful. Um, Kate, you've probably seen Paul. Yeah, a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a chinchilla. That's beautiful. Um, no one else can tell me otherwise. Um, so far, the vibe is Mimi. Yeah, I mean, at the same time, where um, there's, it's we, not. We, it's we, not going to be long term. We, we, have we need Lockwood to get the Paul Lock meme out of the system. No, never. <laughs> um, the actual locker room where we're actually talking, it is uh, uh, us talking about how the team's doing and stuff like that and how we can improve it. And people it's a friendly locker room. Yeah, friendly locker room. We're understanding where we are, if that like helps. Um, the other thing is, like I said, we're a young team. Um, yeah. And some of that... Um, you'll not understand at the minute, Kate, because you've not you're not in a proper, you know, majors team. Um what you'll realise is a lot of the rookies tend to stick with their minor teams, you know, for talking, um, until they're called up. Um and that's some of that because we're very young, we've got a lot of team uh, players that are either the um have got lives that uh, you know they can't speak that much and when they do talk they're very positive. It's um, or they're just in the miners and they're talking the miners because they're still down there. And it's what it is we still have people popping up. We still have like we still have game nights every now and again, um, playing stuff like Among Us, um, 
at some point I want to do another game of Jackbox. Um, I know Gurren's talked about setting up some other game nights to try and get it so we're more talkative again. Um, I'd say like... I'd say it's like what it is. It's why I expected like of a new team. I expected it to be a harder, slower build of a locker room. Um, There's not as many members yet as in the other locker rooms because people don't tend yeah. to leave even if they're even if they're not on a team anymore. Yeah, I'm gonna say like for me, um, I know that um, I'm I'm so collecting locker rooms. So I'll go through the locker room. Um, so I've got the. I'll just go for all things PB related. So I've got the um, rookie Discord. I've got the rap the Boise Lockers Raptor Room, which is the Boise Raptors Locker Room. Um, it's a weird inside joke from one at podcast that me and someone else and someone else does, where I've been in it a few times and they keep calling it the Boise Lockers. Um, Dallas, the recruitment team, uh, Providence Crabs, Armadillos, um, San Bernardino management updaters. Um, Sarasota, um, the the main general Discord, uh, the Cancun Toros, the Aviators, <laughs> the Mounties, and then just one for podcasters. So I'm in the, quite a lot of them. I've also been in others where they've got rid of me um, as time's gone on. So um, I was <laughs> in New York Voyagers, and they kicked me. Um, I'm the updater, and they kicked me because I became a GM and another team. I can't remember what I kicked. They didn't want you tampering. I think it's that, but I never talked there. I just popped in when he was like, "So and so needs to fix their updates." I feel like if you're worried enough that someone's going to tamper just by talking to them, then you, your team's not got tons to offer. Anyway, now there is a question for you, Kate. Which is, does Benito um, have any pre- or post-game rituals? Uh, yeah, he has one involving uh, a necklace that he wears. Um, I don't want to go too far into detail on it, though, because it will be a subject for future stories. Okay. Okay, now, now we've got a few questions, which, like, there's a bunch done for me and then done for you, Andren, so... Alright, so this is by Awesome1849, um, and it starts off with, Hi, I have a few questions for you. If you seem... If they seem off-base, then call me out for it, I don't mind. Emmy, I think I see you are in the majors now. Is there anything you missed about being in the minors? Uh, not getting nine ERA. That's something I really miss. Um, not being destroyed by every other team. Um, but yeah, I was a minus GM and uh, now a major GM. So uh, I don't know. There's not really much difference. I mean, I miss not having to worry about um, salary caps and stuff like that. But at the same time, I enjoy being a major GM. So it's not something I'd trade in. Um, how did your first contract come to happen? So, this one, I'm not sure. I'm going to start with Etsu. I'm going to do Etsuko's because Etsuko's is the one I can explain because it's the one I remember. So, my first Etsuko contract was 
the five million minimum for miners, um, then three million, and then an optional player optional third year. Now, this is interesting. So I was drafted the year that um, the expansion uh, the expansion draft was happening. And the expansion draft was going to happen the season afterwards. So in season 18, they're going to do the expansion draft. Um, so my plan was, um, I didn't care. Um, I had a do oh, so I had a D uh, DMC, which is a do uh, sorry an NMC, which is a no movement clause. So um, I want I had to have my team ask me, you know, to um with my no movement clause, which I said, that's fine, go for it. Um, the reason why this what is I put in the contract, which was a um, player option for the exact option of, if that team took me, or whichever expansion team it was, I'd have left in the optional year and gone back to my original drafting. Cause I, I, I'm, I'm loyal to teams like for pointless. Like, I don't know why it's, I just tend to be loyal to them. Um, and yeah, so I did that, and then I'll go on to my second contract a bit, which is we originally didn't expect a, an expansion to happen for a while, um, and I didn't either. Um, so what we did is we decided for my second contract we continue with no movement clause um, and a no trade clause. So I couldn't be I couldn't be traded. So technically, I couldn't be wavered as well. I, I don't know if that works here, but in real life, that's what no movement clauses can do. Um. Um. So. There's that, and then I was one of the last people who assigned with the old rules of how contracts worked. Um, and as a result, my contract was mostly paid in the first season. Um, so I think I got like 25 or 26 million last year, and this year I'm on free. Next year I'm on like five or six, and then it, it, it varies like that. So I'm on a very, very free team friendly um, hit for the cap until I start regressing, if I remember right. Um, so yeah, the way it happened is I'd never thought I was going to leave that team at all, and it's just because an expansion team's come up. And even then, um, you can ask Dren that I never thought I'd get an expansion team in this league. Um, um, there's just a part of me that was always like, yeah, I don't You're think I'm going to get one. It. Yeah. I, um, if you had done anything, I would have never changed the way I did the signing. Um, I love that team. I love Boise is one of my favorite teams. Um, I help them with drafting. I help them with the rebrand and stuff like that. It's some of that. If I didn't get Kashima, I know I'd still be there. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd no doubts <laughs> that I'd ever change that contract. Um, um, yeah. I so next one is: Do you still interact with your? Um, um, interact with your minus team. Um, yes, I do. Um, I actually interact with both of them, so I was on both. Um, um, Amadillos, and I was on the Dallas um, Animals. So Amadillos, I was on it as a coach for a very short while, and as a player as Manto, and I'm in both still. Um, and Dynamos, I was a player and GM at the same time, and I've stayed in both, um, stay in contact with both. I mean, look, I mean, the war room of the Dynamos still a bit um, help with some of the things like drafting. So I can keep in contact with GMs because they have some of my prospects and stuff like that. Um, it's one of the things that I always do for a. Um, do you know what I mean? It's always one of them things where I like trying to keep in contact because 
the miners to me are the most important part of the league. Um, because they're the ones that are developing my future players. So it's it's where it is the make or break for the league. Because uh, if you have a very bad miners, um, Peter GMs and stuff, you're never going to be able to get them to come through and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I always keep in contact with him. I think every GM should try and keep in contact with the people in his minor GMs. Um, um, it says, lastly, what is the single most important piece of information you can give to someone entering the PBU in the first time about the experience? Um, don't take on like nine jobs. And um, remember that it's just a fun league and that you don't have to stay up till like four o'clock in the morning doing league jobs. Um, other than that, like, I'd say the, the, the like one of my main things, and I know Kate's doing it, um, is write, write as much as you can about your character to get people to know you as a person and stuff like that. Um, try and be active in discords um, and try and contact GMs or if a GM contacts you, try and talk to them back, try and talk to people on your team, stuff like that. It's always good to keep active and talkative because that always raises your player stock. Okay, so now on to Dren and Kate. Right, so we start off with, if I have it correct, you are a, role, a relief pitcher and a catcher respectively. That's not that's changed now. Dren is the starting pitcher. Um, do you have a history of the plate, and what of it? The plate. I'm not sure which one the plate is. Is that is that is is the plate where the pitcher stands? Kate, my. Oh no, the the plate would be where the hitter is. I okay. think I mean has Dren ever pitched to me? Um, you've only just started to swap. I don't think Dren would know. <laughs> I, I guess the <laughs> other thing is, it, uh, I, I, you know, I think what the easiest way would be is we could take this and either be in the character or let's let's do it a better one, which would be, um, let's say a history at the plate. Let's take that to mean, um, do you have backstory of, um, you as a person? So like for Dren, let's say your history of your character. So let's say you go back to Drenifer Darbington. Um, what was your what's your history of pitching, for example? So you could do that. Then, previous player. Yeah, let's do that because I feel like that could be, that 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 question could be interpreted in so many ways. Um, the reason why I'm saying um, this as well, by the way, is there is a question later about Dren, um, and you facing each other. That's why I'm not sure if it means that. I see. Yeah. So. Um, so let's go about the history. So I'll start with let's start with Kate. So what's your history about why you created a catcher? Is there any history there? Is like did you play a catcher before or anything like that? Uh, it can be real life. When I was a can child, be... Yeah, when when I was a child I briefly got to play baseball. Hmm. And uh yeah, I played catcher. Um I also I was a huge San Diego Padres fan growing up. And Benito Santiago, the way he played catcher and the fact that it was so different than anybody else just fascinated me. And that, that captivated me at the time. It was so cool. And so 
Yeah, I was a big fan of his. And then Sandy Eleanor came later, and I became a fan of his. So, yeah, catchers are just a thing for me. So, oh, Ren? Um, I played as a Batman pitcher um, with my last character. And I got, um, I ended up um, holding up my team, essentially. Okay, let's let's go into this a bit more in depth. Dren's fallen asleep, so I'll quickly bring him up. There's fireworks going off as well. Yeah, so Dren started off as a release pitcher with her old character. Then swapped to starting picture later on. Oh, yeah. And you've done the same thing this time where you start off as a release yeah. pitcher and a starting picture. Both of the times you've been knuckleballers. Now, obviously, something that people probably know about the UK is that we don't have baseball. Yeah, we have um, rounders. And so, did you do? Did, were you a pitcher in rounders? Typically, uh, when we played rounders in school, we kept switching which role we were playing. Like, like we'd uh, have one turn in one role, and then everyone would swap. Um, for me, that didn't happen. I used to be a pitcher all the time because if anyone tried to stop me, I'd just throw a ball at them. <laughs> That was my plan. If you tried to stop me, mate, I'll get another ball and just throw it at you. Um, so, yeah, I like being a pitcher. I think that's sort of the reason why I always like being a pitcher is my favourite players are pitchers. So, um, I technically one of them are two-way players. So I follow the um, NPB um, and, my, uh, and Japanese baseball. So, my favourite and player render, actually, is um, Eri Yoshida. And my favourite player is a player called Tesuk, um, um, who plays for the Buffalo. I mean, there's two, I just can't remember his second name, how you pronounce his second name. I think it's like Yamaroki or something like that. Um, and the other player that I really like, um, there's two, and these are in the ML MLB. So you've got the uh, you've got a two-way player in um, Otani, um, who's an ex-Fighters alumni, which is the team I support. And you also have Yu Darvish, who's also an ex-fighter, who I support. So I've always been connected to pitchers due to that. Um, I, 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 I like catchers too. Um, and the reason why I like catchers is because they always remind me of goalies in hockey. Um, and like I said, everything to me always relates back to hockey. Because... Um, <laughs> It's it's just because like the thing with me is is I try and stick with stuff I know and I know hockey very well. Um, I used to play that probably explains why. Um, so next question is um, this is for Kate. Is there any pictures you like to hit a home run off? Uh, the ones that throw the baseball. Any reason why? Is it just because they throw the baseball? Because they're standing on the mound and therefore deserve to get a home run hit off them. So now this is Dren, right? I'm gonna have to. Is there any? Is there any batters you really want to um, strike out? Um, <laughs> who's even playing as a batter? Who's even playing <laughs> as a batter? Well, Kate's a batter. I thought. I thought what? 
Yeah, batters and catches at six. <laughs> oh, I don't know anything about first ball. Um, so you know all the people on the pitch, Dren, who were who who are not pitchers. Yeah, they bat. Most of them bat. Yeah, okay. unless it's an umpire. I'm gonna guess with Dren, it's no one because I don't think Dren has a vindictive side. She's too like tired all the time. Um. <laughs> um. Are you happy with your start in the minors? This is for both of you. I'll let Kate start first. Sorry, sir. Uh, yeah. Um. I. Uh, well. Let's see here. I guess I would say, you know, Benito's performance hasn't been amazing, mm -hmm. but, you know, what do you expect from a, a rookie, really? You know, and, and he's a defensive catcher first, so his offensive numbers aren't going to look great, and he's not getting to start too much at catcher, catcher yet, because uh, there's a player in there still who might be on his way to the majors next year so we'll see yeah um, um. so like how about you Dren um, I'm not really sure because um and I just can't really decide what I want to do with this character yet, and I might end up changing uh, my role again, I'm not sure. Interesting thing that I'm just going to throw out here is that you and Ren are the exact same, uh, you and um, Kate are the exact same wire at minus point two. Alright. What does that mean? Um, not anything much, about... to be honest. Yeah, not not this early, but like anything above yeah. like zeros or, or staying on zeros, okay for for a very young player. I mean, I was celebrating being on a point one wire in my rookie season, so um, so yeah, I'm looking at your batting stats. I mean, your batting your batting average is not terrible for a minor. I've seen a lot worse. Um, Kate. Yeah, yeah I mean. He, he was in the 150s after the first week, and I was like, oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and with Dren, like, the thing I bring up with Dren is she's not been playing as a starting pitcher, but she's about to start for the next lot of Sims. Um, so... Yeah, I don't know how my um, character's going to get along yet, but um, I, if I'm using a similar player build to you and yours is not doing well... That yeah, doesn't really make me feel very hopeful. No, no, no. The difference about why my player build's not doing well is because I'm also going up against really good batters and then really good pitchers. So I'm just being out I'm okay. just being out battered and pitched. So the thing is is Well we'll what, see what happens. Yeah, what we've done is we've dropped me down to four so I potentially can win games. Um <laughs> uh... Oh, oh, here we go. So now this is an interesting one because I don't know like how you want to take this, either of you. Um, he says, "Is there any teams other than your own?" So I'm guessing this means minors for Dren. It could be majors and minors. Yeah. Um, other than your own, um, that um, that um, has 
made an impact on you, positive or negative, from the start of the season 21 season? So I guess it can be managers or minors. So, Kate, do you want to go first? Um, yeah, so obviously the, um, I mean, I don't want to say too much, but the Foxes have made an impact on me for sure. Uh, you guys reached out straight away after I was drafted and let me know that you were keeping an eye on me, and I thought that was really cool. Um, Detroit has reached out to me as well, and I thought that was very interesting. Um, Death like Valley is very interesting in their domination. I like to say with um, with with Detroit, they're sat in my locker room, like the GM there. So I like to just pretend they saw you speaking and I went, Do you know what? Quick, get invite them in. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I think like that. That's the kind of thing. Like, what I, I'm gonna say what I want to do is bring in more rookies, which I'm planning on doing because. Um, this podcast, uh, Kit Callers, I'm planning now to get a different rookie on every week to like sell themselves to either my team or any other team they want to. Do you know what I mean? Um, um, it's a good way for them to like say, Hi, this is me. Yeah, uh, I don't think any team's make a, made a negative impression. Yeah, so I, I mean, so far, so good. I, I'm gonna say, I think if that happened, you'd have heard. <laughs> Um, Ren? Um, I had a positive impact from uh, Civet. I can't remember which team. Civet, that's um, the New York Railroad. No, not New York Railroad, it's New York Voyagers. Voyagers. Um, yeah. yeah, when I was getting scouting questions, um, they're really um, friendly and interested in my player, which uh, gave me a positive uh, uh, view of the yeah. team. Uh, New, New York is one of those I can always say, like the GMs there are very good. Yeah. Um, PP Paul, which is the assistant GM, is an ex um, Dynamo, and I was there when we were um, helping him develop. And Babs. Is a person I've always thought highly of since you were drafted. I mean, yeah. um, in in fact, actually, there's a story that I've told a few times, which is I originally um, got offered when Paz used to be GM, the assistant GM job there, um, yeah. which I turned down, and then I said to Paz, "Give it to Babs," and obviously, yeah, Babs is good. <laughs> yeah, now history there, and um, Babs is. The other team was mm. the. Um... Space Rangers have changed into the something supernovas. supernovas. Um, yeah, they were really uh, friendly and like. Um, well, they didn't know who I was because they're a new GM, mm. so they like they weren't familiar with my previous player, but they were still interested in me, which um, I thought was nice. Yeah, I mean that's great. Okay, so like last question um, before um, I'll 
say something because this person's asked me to put something in and I, I love the idea so I'll I'll add basically a plug for the podcast afterwards which is um they, they ask a question which is if there's someone you know you'd think would be interested in the PBE yeah um what would you tell them like what kind of statement would you tell them or um like what what would what would your selling point be Of why they should join the PBE. You can use writing to make your player better. To me, if if somebody's going to be interested in the PBE, that's going to be the selling point, and that's what I'm going to use to sell them on it. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like um, the one friend who I think would enjoy it that we have, um, she likes baseball and she really likes writing her own stories. So. Oh, um, you, I know what you mean. You mean yeah. Patch. If we, um, yeah. like, tried to sell it to a best friend. It's in that, the, the, the thing, with, I'm going to add this in here, like, with us friend Patch. I've tried to sell it, and I, I was selling it to two people, which is Patch and Maple. Two friends yeah. I have. I think she's Maple's just, like, got into busy. it. Yeah, Maple's got into it, and, like, I, I think this is the thing. We need Maple to also get in on trying to sell it to her. <laughs> <laughs> So we're like, yeah, we could just all be friends just sat there. Um, but yeah, that's everything for the questions. Um, so the thing that I'm going to add now is uh, this is uh, um, the awesome 1849. Um, and the thing what um, I said that I'd add on to end for him is he's doing a podcast where he's trying to um, get rookies who are either new or last season's draft as it sounds and who want to come in and do a podcast with them and um it's whatever it is and it's like a thing to talk about and transitioning and stuff like that and it's they've said if they um if anyone wants to be on it just contact them um so i'll put that out there um i'm pretty sure they're a rookie as well so that's another user that's quite interesting um there's a few this i'm not gonna lie to you this draft um has got very good um, user base, like strong users in my opinion, not just recreates flaunts, it's like new users as well. Um, there's a few, like with me I've got three first round picks um, and I have no idea who I'm picking right now. I know I'm picking early, obviously, um, but I have no idea who I'm picking. I I, I always decide near at date. Um, so yeah, is anything either you want to add at the end? Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Yep. I just want to apologise for not being as focused as I could be. So I'm very tired. Um, but thanks for um, like being patient with me throughout the podcast. Yeah, Dren always worries about not speaking enough in every podcast we do, because um, she. It, the problem is, is we we film we record with um, people from America, um, which obviously is not. When I say it's a problem, I mean it's because we're both UK, so we record it more at night. Um, so like here it's seven o'clock. Um, me and Dren's had a really weird sleep schedule lately, where we fall asleep at around about seven p.m. and then wake up about twelve at night. Um, so yeah, so she's probably getting ready to go to sleep. So it's what it is. Um, um totally but fine yeah, with me. I don't yeah. Mind at all. Yeah, I mean, what it is? I mean, it's all it's worked. I mean, 
my final thing would be is uh, this is to like the people who are rookies. If you want to come on the podcast, it's four mil. It's four million if I remember right. Um, you can contact me. Um, I'm up for anybody coming on. We can talk. Um, we can get some questions for you and stuff like that. Get people to know who you are. Um, just like we did with Kate. Um, we'll invite you to the locker room and we'll get you set up in a podcasting role. Um, just in case you don't want to. Um, have randomers joining in because sometimes I know that's a bit scary because um, you'd been speaking to, for example, me or Dren or like me or someone else. Like um, sometimes it is, you know, you know what I mean? It's it is a thing of like a randomer just coming in. It can be a bit uh, worrying. Um, but yeah, if you want to just, if you want to be on a podcast, just message me and yeah. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you. Um, goodbye. <laughs>